Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, a mysterious voice came over the telephone at the Aces saying that Joyce Blaine, the movie actress, had better go right back to Hollywood. Miss Blaine has been hiding out at the Aces, seeking a complete rest. And her hiding place was supposed to have been a deep secret. It's about half past four the next afternoon at the Aces bungalow. Mr. Ace is entering and is met by a very much excited Jane Ace. Well, what is it, Jane? What happened? Well, where have you been? I called you at the office over an hour ago. Oh, it was only three quarters of an hour. Well, that's 75 minutes. That's over an hour. Three quarters? Well, I haven't time to go into that now. What is it, Jane? What happened? I mean, when you call me at the office in the middle of the day and scream that I have to come right home... He's gone. What? Joyce, he's gone. Gone? What do you mean, gone? Gone? What does gone mean? It's a word of one cylinder. I can't make it any plainer than that. Well, how? I mean, when did she leave? I don't know. You don't know? Uh, gone where? I don't know. You d- well, what do you know? I know she's gone. She's not here. Out of a clean sky, I go into her room to call her, and she's gone. So I hollered, Joy, Joy, like that. No answer. So I said to myself, I wonder, wonder where she could be. So I hollered, where are you, Joy? No answer. So I said to myself... Listen, will you stop talking to yourself? When did this happen? I don't know. You don't know? Well, was she here this morning? I don't know. I thought she was. You thought... What is this? You should know whether she was here this morning. I thought she was. I thought she was sleeping. You know how late she sleeps. She doesn't get up till way after you and Mars go downtown. Sometimes she didn't get up till 12 o'clock. Well, then it was about 12 o'clock noon when you discovered that she wasn't in her room. No, it wasn't. I thought she was still asleep. So I said to myself, I wonder if I ought to wake her up and tell her. Oh, all right. You said to yourself, did you go in then? No, I didn't. I thought, oh, well, I'll let her sleep. Then about one o'clock, I said to myself, one o'clock. But I still didn't think anything was wrong because I read once in a movie magazine that some actors sleep so late they don't even know what oatmeal is. So I thought Will you maybe... please come to the point? When was it that you discovered she was gone? Was it one o'clock? No, it wasn't. I was kind of busy around the house, and you know how times change. The first thing I knew, it changed to 2 o'clock. So I so said... So you said to yourself, I know. No, this time I said it to Laura. Oh. Yes, I happened to be in the kitchen. I said, 2 o'clock. And Laura said, that clock's 10 and slow, she said. So I figured it up, and I said, 10 after 2, and she's not up yet. And Laura said, who? And I oh, said... Oh, isn't that awful? Jane, I leave my office in the middle of the afternoon, and you stand there and drag a story out like that. What time was it that you noticed she was gone? 
Half past three. You didn't go into her room or think that something was wrong until half past three. No, I wanted to, but I hated to wake her up. Oh, I wish you'd wake up. What's going on here? What time did she go out of here? She could have gone out any time at all after we left this morning, but you don't know. No, I didn't think she wasn't sleeping. And the minute I found out she was gone, I telephoned you at the office well, didn't and... didn't she leave a note or something? No, I looked high, wide, and handsome. Nothing. You know what I think it is? What? Say something. I think it has something to do with that phone call last night. No. Yes, I do. The way that man's voice said, we know Joyce Blaine is hiding in your home. I'll never forget that voice if I live to be as old as my pussy. I'll bet anything she got of scared about that. Of course she did, Jane. That's the point. Well, you just said it didn't have anything to do with the phone call. I said it sarcastically. Well, it's a fine time to get sarcastic. Here I oh, am worried. Oh, right. You should have found out earlier in the day that she wasn't in her room. Now we don't know where to start. We don't know when she left. Well, she could have sneaked out during the night, as far as we know. Oh, she couldn't do that. Marge would have known. Oh, yes. Marge was with you her. see how mysterious it is? That's the way I've been wondering all day what could have happened. I got so excited I didn't know who to call up first. What do you mean first? Don't tell me you called somebody else. Yes, I called Marge. She's coming, too. She ought to be here any minute. But nobody else, James. Yes, I called Neil. Neil? Yes, because he wanted to write the story for his paper that Joyce was found. Well, what did Neil say? Well, I didn't tell him what happened. I just told him to hurry and come out here. I didn't want to tell him over the phone. Well, for once, we use a little common sense. Well, thanks, Dick. What do you mean for once? If that isn't a well, fine way Well, to... now. I hope it's me. I'll go, Jane. I hope it's Marge. I wonder if Joyce told her that she was going to leave this way. Oh, Marge, what are you talking about? Well, Marge, what do you think now? I know. I know all about it. You know all about it? Yes. Then Joyce did tell you she was leaving. She told me nothing. I just picked up an evening paper to read on the way home after I got this frantic phone call from Jane. Paper? It's all over the front page of Neil's paper. Neil? Oh, let me see, Marge. There it is. Hot off the press, as Neil would put it. You can't miss it. But how did Neil know Where's about... me? Joyce Blaine found. Look at that picture of her. Let me see that, Jane. Well, wait a minute. Look at me there. Take it right. My wrong profile. I knew it. I told Neil to be how sure. How did Neil me. find out about this? Could she It's have... a mystery to me. You know what I think? That phone call last night has something to do with it. No. Well, it certainly has, Jane. Just sarcastic, Mike. What? Oh, don't pay any attention to I'm her. sure going to tell Neil a thing about this picture. Look at me. I told him that was my bad profile. Look at me. If I'm not a sight with sore eyes, I told him. Well, I wish somebody would tear up this mystery for me. When did she leave you? Nobody knows. Jane thought she was in her room asleep all that time. All afternoon? I know. I just went over all that with her. She hated to wake her up. Well, I'm going to call Neil. He'll be able to set some light Don't on bother him. about calling him. Jane called him. He's on his way over here now. She called me. She called you. She called well, me. Well, one nice thing about this picture, it doesn't say left to right. What? It doesn't say Joyce Blaine is on the right. I only hope some people think that she's me and I'm not. Well, I hardly think that. <laughs> Enough people know Joyce Blaine. Well, it doesn't say that I'm on the left. They might think that the girl with the platinum hair and the silver fox coat and the page boy Bob is Jane Ace. And the girl with her mouth open is Joyce Lane. Oh, always with your mouth open. <laughs> well, I didn't know Neil was going to take the picture. I was busy telling him that was my wrong profile. And the first thing I you knew... You couldn't have let him take the pictures in the first place. Well, that you was... couldn't stop that. After all, the story was that Jane had picked Joyce up in her car and hidden her here. So oh, that must be Neil. Now we'll find out what this is all about. 
Well, knowing Neil as I do, I'm beginning to wonder if he didn't have something to do with it. Hello, Ace. Well, my friend, I think you've got some explaining to do. Very happy to. I don't care how happy you are. I just thought you were quick. Hello, Marge. You home so early? Yes, I'm home oh, so early. you're a fine one, Neil. Hello, Jane. I see you've got the first edition hot off the press. Don't you hello, Jane. I see you've got the first edition hot off the press, me. <laughs> Jane, is that a way to talk to her? Look at this picture of me. Now, wait a minute, Jane. Let's get this mystery all straightened out first, and then you Well, can... it's a mystery to me how a person that says he's your friend could do a thing like that to me. Like what? I thought we treated you handsomely. I don't Handsome? see... Handsome? Look at that picture. My wrong profile. Oh, I think it's well. And did you see that story of yours telling how you picked up Joyce Blaine and rescued her from the movie fans and brought her here? What story? A story with your name on it. And by Jane A. By Jane A. Yeah. How's that for a front page dress? Well, I didn't see this. By Jane A. Uh, let me read this. Oh, don't try to, are you? Well, I don't think you'll have cause to be ashamed of that. It's in my very best style. I'll bet. It is. Wait till you read it. I wonder when I wrote this. <laughs> no, Jane. Oh, isn't that all? Well, I can't remember. There's been so many things happening around here. It must have slipped off my mind. Yeah, you must have forgotten, Jane. Well, listen to what I wrote. It seems like any other morning in the life of any other housewife. Could I but foresee the events that were about to follow? Of course, I had known Joyce Blaine as a movie fan for some time. Loved and adored her as millions of other movie fans have. Isn't that sweet? (laughs) That's very beautiful, Jane. I'm surprised at myself. (laughs) You're surprised at that, Jane. You're going to get a bigger surprise when you read the following installment. It's a serial story going to run several weeks. You see where it says, to be continued down there? Well, oh, yes, to be mm-hmm. continued. Oh, I'll have to write some more, won't I? When do I have to write it, Neil? Tomorrow? Uh, well, you won't exactly have to write tomorrow. I've got that. You have? Well, when... Oh, well, somebody tell her what it's all about. Let's get this mystery cleared up. I want to know what happened, Neil. Well, nothing very much. Joyce gave me the story as you promised she would. He scooped the country with it. And am I the white-haired boy around the office these days? Yes, we know. But let's piece this thing together. What made Joyce decide to come out of hiding? Or is that too leading a question? Not at all. She got frightened when that mysterious voice came over the phone here last night. Well, how did you know about that? Did she tell you? <laughs> yes, uh, she told me. Uh, she told me when she called me this morning and asked me to get accommodations on the first plane back to Hollywood. Oh, so she's on her way, is she? Oh, yeah. I spirited her off. Got her out of the way so I could bring my but story. But who do you think that mysterious man was who knew that she was hiding here and called up here the other night? Who do you think? Who do I think? I don't think. I thought so. Neil Williams, I ought to What? Have... Yep. Oh. I plead guilty. I was getting worried about my scoop. I wanted to get some action. Here I had one of the biggest stories of the day and I couldn't do anything with it. So you concocted that piece, little thing. In my best spooky voice. And it worked, didn't it? Well, does Joyce know about this? Did you tell her? No, or I did say not. I just told her that somebody must have found out, and that if she were found around these parts, she'd be so besieged by movie fans that it'd be worth her life to get out of town. And she fell for it. Had me make the reservation and fix the secrecy, and with a fond farewell, she gave me leave to print the story. To be continued tomorrow. What? I just finished reading my story. And haven't you been listening to what Neil's been telling us? No, what did he say? What did he say? Well, I was busy reading my story. It's so interesting the way I'm writing it. 
I can't wait till I write some more so I can read some more. You get $10 a day for that, Jane. $10? What? That's what I'm authorized to pay you. Well, Jane, congratulations. Well, isn't that marvelous? Oh, I can't wait till I get started on my next one. I wonder how it's all going to end. I mean, with that man who called up last night. That man? I can introduce you to that man. Oh, no, thanks. He scared me out of my half wit. I'll never forget that voice. I'm almost afraid to pick up the phone anymore after the way oh, he said. Oh, Jane, why don't you pay attention to what's Look, going on? We know Joyce Blaine's hiding in your home. Here, there he is again. You answer it this time. Jane, <laughs> that was I. I was the one who called. Jane is still a little on edge, isn't she? And she's in for a new career, this time as newspaper writer. We learn more about that when next we beat the Easy 